Welcome to Let's Play by Play, a collection of narrated playthroughs and commentary for visually challenged gamers. I'm your host, Paul. For this episode, we're going through the Shiva Kosher Edition by Wajdai Games. Of course, games are costly to produce. If you find this enjoyable, then please support the developers by purchasing it from GOG, Steam, Apple's App Store, or Google Play Store. Now, since this is our first episode together, please excuse the audio issues and pauses of the music. Without further ado, let's play by play the Shiva. Wajidai Games A goy came up to Rabbi Moishe to ask why do rabbis always answer with a question? To which Rabbi Moishe replied, why not? A black and white illustration of a rabbi appears. The night sky above Manhattan will never win any awards. The few stars visible looked lonely and desperate. I could relate. Sometimes the line between salvation and damnation is a mighty fine one. I no longer knew which side I stood on. There are those who would say that I had no business being here. They might be right. I'm no longer sure what I'm doing. But I'm fairly sure I know who I am. Shiva. Now we see the menu options continue, new game, load, options, and quit. We'll go new game. It began as many things do, with a song. We're taken to a room with green walls, a cream-colored ceiling, wooden floors, and a red carpet, with chairs set out in front of a podium with a man behind it, and another man on the left. Adon olam asher malach baterem ko his final note faded off into the near-empty synagogue, unheard by anyone. As I had hundreds of times before this, I got ready to speak. And as I had hundreds of times before this, I began to wonder why. <coughs> Thank you, Canner Kaplan. Today in my sermon, I'd like to discuss suffering. Why do bad things happen to good people? Wherever there is pain, or oppression, or poverty, the question is always the same. How could God let this happen? Is God as good as we think? Can he, in fact, do evil? Maybe, on occasion, he even enjoys inflicting pain. I... character turns looking around the room. I took a good, hard look around my world. I... And then, it hit me. No. I can't do this. I'm sorry. Rabbi? You heard. Huh? What? Go home, Mrs. Raymer. Is it over already? Yeah. Rabbi Stone, wait! You can't just stop. Sure I can. Just watch me. But... It's over, Josh. You can't mean that. Look, you're a good kid. You've got a good voice and a good future. Don't let me hold you back. Now do a mitzvah and call Mrs. Raymer a cab. I... Goodbye, Josh. The rabbi enters his office, which is gray with a cinder block wall and wooden floors. Ethical dilemmas have plagued religious leaders since the dawn of time. But morals don't mean crap without personal experiences to back them up. In response to the novel, we're given three choices. Keep the brush off, state the obvious, declare your intentions. Look like state the obvious. Services are cancelled. Next, declare your intentions. Leave me alone. Finally, we'll give the brush off. Go away. state the obvious. I repeat, services are cancelled. Grudgingly acquiesce. Fine, I'm coming. Right-clicking describes the door with a thought bubble. The way out. We'll left-click to answer it. I thought I told you to go home. 
Rabbi Stone, there's someone here. Tell him to get lost. There's no service tonight. No, it's a... a cop. Huh? Detective Sam Durkin. Midtown South Precinct. Could I talk to you for a few minutes, Rabbi Stone? The choices are sarcastic response, poker face response, rabbinical response. Poker face response. Sure thing. Thank you. Fine. Josh, take a hike. So, what can I do for you? I assume you're not here to convert. Are you familiar with a Mr. Jack Lauder? Should I be? I'm asking the questions, Rabbi. Fine. Let me think. Lauder. Lauder. Oh. You know him? Yeah. What can you tell me about him? He used to belong to this congregation. Used to? But not anymore? No. Left about eight years ago, I think. What's this about? Have you had any contact with him since? No, I haven't. Care to fill me in here? Do you read the papers? Honest response. Not recently. So, you're not aware, Rabbi Stone, that Jack Lauder has been dead for three days? I did my best to control myself. I knew this man's type. His eyes scanned my face like a barcode reader, trying to read every telltale sign of emotion. Any flicker, any twitch can no. be used against me. Does later. that bother you? Should it? Answer me, Stone. No. So, you and Mr. Lauder weren't close? No, we weren't. What's the deal, Durkin? I've seen Lauder's will. He left you a significant amount of money. Deadpan response. Huh? You heard me. How much? I don't have the exact amount, but somewhere in excess of 10,000. Bull. It's the truth. Jack wouldn't give me bubkiss, let alone $10,000. And why is that, Rabbi Stone? He just wouldn't. Huh. The detective steps closer, turns, and takes a moment to smoke a cigarette. This temple's in pretty sad shape, isn't it, Rabbi? Well, you're not blind, that's for sure. Can you afford the repairs? I... Rabbitical response. Do I look like I can afford it? I'm just asking. Oh, you're just asking? Well, I'm going to ask you to leave. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Rabbi Stone. Get out of my office. Listen. No, you listen. I know where this is going, and I don't like it. I'm just doing my job. Yeah, you're a real mensch. Get out of here. Fine. I'll leave, Rabbi Stone. But I'll be back. Yeah, I bet you will. As the detective steps away, he stops for a moment in the doorway to smoke a cigarette again. Putz. The rain beat in a regular staccato rhythm against the window. But I could only hear one thing. Jack Louder. Jack Louder. The name pulled out a cork in my brain letting loose old thoughts and memories that fought and struggled for supremacy. Jack Louder, it was more than just a name. It was a link to a time when things were simpler. A time when I thought I had it all figured out. A time when morals and ethics meant something. A time before it all turned to crap. I need to think. Wow, Rabbi, what was that all about? The detective Truth had some questions on. for me, that's all. So who was killed? Josh, what did I tell you about listening at my door? I wasn't, Rabbi, honest. You were just... very loud. Huh. So who was killed? Was it that Lauder guy? Do you think so? Yeah. Who else could it be? I heard you talking about him. Huh. We must have talked very loud. Well, yeah. So who is he? 
an old member of this congregation. Ah, that's too bad. Yeah, well, it happens to the best of us. Are you going to pay a shiva call? I don't think there will be a shiva, Josh. Why? Shivas are for Jewish families. Just forget it. All right, if that's what you want. I guess I'll go now. Yeah. Good night, Cantor. Night, Rabbi. Rabbi returns to his office. $10,000. Less than 20 minutes ago, I had accepted defeat. The bank was going to foreclose on the property, and there was nothing I could do. Jack's money changed all that. The Benaya Ben Zion synagogue could remain open. I wouldn't have to see my life's work turned into a shopping mall or a parking lot. Has God answered my prayers? the work of man. The money was a boon, there was no doubt about that. But it was blood money, and I couldn't believe God would work that way. I don't like it. Not one bit. Why, Jack? Why me? Why now? They said God helps those who help themselves, and I had done absolutely nothing to get this money. Shiva call. I can't just barge in unannounced, but I can pay a Shiva call. It's the only way. A hint dialog appears on the screen, reading right click and hold to show all items on screen. Moving the mouse to the top of the screen, we see the inventory, and clicking on the business card, we see Rabbi Russell Stone. There's also an email address with a username. As we click the computer, the rabbi walks towards it. The screen fades to black, and we read, Josh set up his computer just a few weeks ago. He claimed I needed to join the 21st century and connect with the community. Josh has been bugging me to start using it. I suppose now is a good time as any. If only I could remember what Josh chose as my login and password. So we type in R Stone as the login. Russell Stone, please choose an option below. Joke, mail, search, and log out. We'll start with mail. Mazel tov. Welcome to Ravnet New York, the newest way to bring Jews together as a community. Our features are small but growing. Here's a list of what we currently offer. The mail feature allows you to send and receive email. The search feature allows you to search our data archive of Jewish news, events, and members. Everyone needs a laugh. Check out our joke feature for the best in Jewish jokes. On behalf of myself and the entire Ravnet team, thank you for joining and making our community stronger. Next, an email from Jay Kaplan. Hello, Rabbi Stone. I set up your account for you. Hopefully it'll work out okay for you. You can change the password if you want. Most people choose things like their mother's or their wife's maiden name, but I thought this was appropriate. Haha, <laughs> smiley. Cancer Josh. Next, from L. Schwartz. Dear Rabbi Stone, I've been a loyal member of Binahai Ben Zion for many years but I cannot bring myself to listen to your dark and gloomy sermons any longer. Times are tough enough for us Jews without you rubbing salt in the wound. Goodbye. Lisa Schwartz. Next, from Dave at Wadged Eye Games. For the best in games and entertainment, visit WadgedEyeGames.com. Next, from Jay Brooks. Rabbi Stone, I'm sorry, but my family and I can't attend your services any longer. Your last few sermons have upset the children so much it took several hours to calm them down. What happened to you? Jeremy Brooks. Next from Tomo at Undisclosed Mail. For your network protection needs, contact Tomo. Next from Manager at Electric.com. Final notice. Due to continuing non-payment, your electrical service will be terminated if the overdue balance of 525 is not met by April 21st. Contact our office if you have any questions. Next from S. Apple. Rabbi Stone, I've tried to have faith in you, but it's obvious that you are becoming increasingly more unbalanced. You call yourself a Jew? Our people need leaders. Regretfully, Sarah Applebaum. Next, from Don at BankOfNY.com. To Russell Stone, this is to inform you that your account is currently 1,893 into its overdraft. As you're aware, your account only has 1,000 of overdraft protection. Please submit the difference of 893 
to us within seven days so as not to damage your credit rating. Now we'll search for Jack Louder, and we see his contact information is Jack Louder, 100 Jane Street, Apartment 4E. The next search result is titled Garment District Murder. Jack Louder of Beth Tikva was found dead last night in his Midtown office, victim of an apparent assault by person or persons unknown. We at Ravnet express our sympathies to Jack's friends and family. Next, we'll search for Beth Tikva, and we found one result, Beth Tikva Synagogue. Contact information, Beth Tikva Synagogue, 321 West 82nd Street, Chief Rabbi Amos Zelig. Now we'll log out. we can click the door to exit the office. And we'll click the next exit to exit the synagogue. Now we see a map of Manhattan Island in three locations. We'll click Greenwich Village for the Louder residence. A woman appears in the room and walks to the door. Mrs. Lauder? Yes? I heard about your husband. I came to pay my respects. Oh. You knew Jack? We'll choose the honest response. Some time ago, yes. All right, come on in. I'm sorry, you look so familiar, but I can't place your face. What is your name? If I wanted answers, she'd have to know who I was. This required tact. So we'll go my name is response. Rabbi Russell Stone. Your husband used to be a member of my congregation. Oh, I remember now. You have a lot of nerve coming here. Maybe the apologetic Well, I'm sorry about that. Oh, you're sorry, are you? I'm so glad to hear that. Jack would love to hear that you are sorry. He knows already, Mrs. Lauder. Too late, Rabbi. Too late. What do you want? Now we have the direct approach, the uncertain approach, and the rabbinical approach. I guess we'll try the uncertain approach. I'm not sure what I want. Oh really? You're just getting back in touch? Is that it? I... Oh stop it! Just stop it! I don't believe this. You threw us out of your temple eight years ago, and now you drop by for a visit? It wasn't like that. Well, what was it then? Can you tell me that? Maybe this was a bad idea. Maybe you're right, and yet you're here. Why? This time we'll go for the, the police approach. visited me today. Did they? Yes. What did they say? That I'm suspect number one. Really? Well, that would make sense. Who else has a motive except for the rabbi who hates us? The rabbi turns away from her. I'll let and that we'll try slide. The accepting approach. Whatever. Jack hated you. That's enough. Mrs. Lauder, if he hated me so much, why did he leave me $10,000 in his will? That's impossible. I said the same thing. Jack wouldn't do that. It's a crazy world. How do you know for sure? The police told me. I have no love of the police, but I doubt they'd lie about that. Mrs. Lauder, if Jack hated me so much, why did he give me so much money? I... I don't know. This makes no sense. None of it does. Who would kill Jack? He was a good man. Yes, he was. Don't you start. You have no idea. The police have no other leads? Aside from you? No. How did he die? I don't see how that's any of your business. I... well... I suppose I'm curious, and I'd like to... help. Help? Why would you want to help? I don't know. Maybe I... We'll try. Maybe I I'm looking to make, to make amends. amends for what happened eight years ago. Pfft. Why not? Why shouldn't a rabbi play at being detective? You want to investigate, Rabbi Stone? Be my guest. I'll have to ask you some questions about what happened. Can't you just ask the police? They won't talk to me. I'm a suspect. Fine. Fine. Ask whatever you want. 
we'll begin by asking about the murder. How did Jack die? He was shot right in the head at close range, according to the police. I, I'm sorry, Mrs. Lauder. He was in the showroom, working late. That's all I know. What Next business was your husband business. in? We were in business together. Fashion design, high-end casual wear, shirts, blouses, slacks. I'd design and he'd sell. Now we can ask about the state of the business, the future, the location, ask about the mirror, her state of mind, about the company name, or take our leave. We'll ask about the state of the business. Was the business successful? We did all right. It was tough at first, but things have been picking up over the last few years. We sell to mainly boutique stores, but Macy's has bought several pieces from us, and Saks was interested. How are you holding up, Mrs. Lauder? Fine. As well as can be expected. And we'll ask about the Where is your showroom? Why? Do you want to have a look? It can't hurt. Oh, this is crazy. Do you really want to do this? Yes. Sure, if you want to have a look, go ahead. Just because trained police officers couldn't find anything doesn't mean a rabbi can't. The building is 1407 Broadway, room 903. What is the name of your business? Charming Fashion Company. Charming? Yeah, it's a strange name, but it has meaning behind it. It's based on my family's name, Sharma, and it sounds like charming. I get it. Real cute. And what happens to the business now? Are you going to run it by yourself? I guess I could, but not right away. And definitely not in that same showroom. I can understand that. I'm going to leave now. I'll see what else I can discover. Thanks, I guess. Rabbi Stone? Yes? About eight years ago, could you just tell me why? Were you and Jack happy? Yes. Yes, we were. Then my reasons don't matter. On the map, we'll go to the new garment district location. The rabbi enters the charming showroom, which has brown walls, a gray ceiling, and a gray floor. There's a mannequin on the left, a portrait on the right, and a computer in the right corner. Who used the computer? Now we enter Sharma as the password. Welcome back, Jack Louder. Please choose an option below. Ledger and mail. We'll open the ledger. At the top, we see out to Joe DeMarco, $500 personal. Out Goldberg and Heisenbaum. 20,000 accounting in Macy's 2600 goods received in Moda Broadway 600 goods received out Joe DeMarco 515 personal out Joe DeMarco 525 personal in Grayson Sportswear goods received on the last page we've got out to lose shipping 725 out to Joe DeMarco 540 personal out Joe DeMarco 580 personal in Moda of Broadway, 512 goods received. In Goldberg and Weisenbaum, 200 accounting. And out, Joe DeMarco, 600 personal. Moving on to mail, we can see the first is from Ethan G. Business Matters. Jack, that must be an oversight. I'll look into it. E. Next, from Raj Cherie, Patterns and Producers. Hello, partner. I got those shirt designs done. I'll send copies out to the factory to get fit samples made. And guess what? I got them. Spent an hour on the phone with Telecharge, but I got the tickets. Orchestra seats, too. I'll meet you at the office at 6. No excuses this time. Love. Raj. Winky face. Next, from Tomo, special offer. For your network and protection needs, contact Tomo. Next, from Ethan G. Hmm. This is strange. The rates do seem unusually high. I'll look into it. E. Next, from Kenny Liu, shipping. Mr. Louder, how are you? Your goods are packed and ready to ship. Wire us the funds and we'll get it on the next boat. Kenny. Next, from Ethan G. You are right. Brownie face, your instinct was right. Something isn't right with this deal. All the wire transfers lead to different places, and nobody answers the phone at any of them. My accountant sense is tingling. Don't panic, Jack. I'll get to the bottom of this. See you at Temple tonight. E. 
Next from Rajerie Louder. Okay. Hello, hello. The fit model canceled again? Can she be any more useless? Okay. We'll just have to find someone else. Don't forget we're having dinner at the Goldwaters tonight. Love, Raj. Winky face. Next from Ethan G. Trouble. Frowny face. Call me now. We need to talk. E. Next from Ethan G. Meeting. Frowny face. Okay. I got you into this mess. I will get you out of it. I'm meeting with JDM tonight. Do not write him any more checks until you hear from me. If he wants to play hardball, he picked the wrong guys to mess with. E. JDM? A rotten deal? Hmm. This was worth looking into. Next from Kenny Liu. Subject, money transfer. Mr. Louder, how are you? We are still awaiting payment transfer from you. Your goods are taking up space in our warehouse. Please submit the monies ASAP or we will be forced to liquidate them. Kenny. Next from Ravnet Admin, undeliverable. To Jack Louder from Ravnet Admin. The following message was undeliverable. The reported error was, subscriber R-S-T-N-O-E does not exist on Ravnet. Message as follows. Hello, Rabbi Stone. It's been a while. I hope I got the correct email address. No doubt you are surprised to hear from me. I'm not sure why I'm writing either. I often think about what you said. It still angers me, but I can understand your motives. You looked at us and said, there's nothing worse than when Jews turn their backs on one another. I can still remember that look in your eyes. Sheer contempt, like we were the worst sort of scum that crawled out of the ocean. I love my wife, Rabbi Stone. She is my partner in everything. I regret nothing. Nothing, that is, except you. I hated you. For years I hated you. We both did. I joined another temple with a rabbi who was willing to marry us and tried to forget about you. But when I found myself in trouble and in need of guidance, I could think of nowhere else to turn. You called me a traitor once. Do you still feel that way? I've seen traitors. I've seen Jews turn their backs on other Jews. It's not pretty. It's awful. I am not like them. Time has cooled my hatred. Has it done the same to you? I need to speak to you. I feel like I'm 12 years old again, preparing for my bar mitzvah and needing help with my Torah portion. I know I didn't marry a Jewish girl, or go to temple every week, or keep kosher, or do any of the many things we're supposed to do, but I've always known that I was Jewish. Is that enough? I'm not a traitor, Rabbi. I've never forgotten I'm Jewish. Jack Louder. That was the last message, so we'll close mail and turn off the computer. Hint, combine clues by dragging one on top of the other. So now if we hold right click, we can see each of the hotspots in this room. There's an exit where we came in, a rack on the left, a dummy in the middle, designs and a design board on the wall next to a poster, the computer we just finished with, the shelf, and a photo. So now we'll mouse up to the menu bar, click the clues tab, and drag JDM over Joe DeMarco. Joe DeMarco. JDM, that's got to be it. And we'll click the exit to leave the room. Back at the map, we'll click Upper West Side, Beth Tikva. Next, we're taken inside Beth Tikva, which is a large pink colored room with bluish floors. On the bottom, we have some long pews. Going from left to right in the front, we have the Cantor's Lector, a copy of the Torah above it, a large window with the Jewish Star of David. On the right, we have the rabbi's podium, and then to the right of that on the wall, we have some photos, and finally a door. Several of the photos showed a group of children sitting around a table. Two men flanked the children, smiling at the camera like they had just won the lottery. A caption read, J. Silver and E. Goldberg, on duty at the Beth Tikva Youth Center. Next, we click on the door on the right. Yes? You're the chief rabbi here at Beth Tikva. I do carry that honor. So, what can I do for you, Mr... Uh... Rabbi, actually. Rabbi Stone. Well, fancy that. I can always spare time for a fellow rabbi. What brings you to our humble synagogue? Next, we'll try I want to ask approach. a few questions about Jack Lauder. Lauder, Lauder. Where do I know that name? We'll go with the honest He was a member of your congregation. 
He died a few days ago. That's right. The funeral service was yesterday. I honestly don't know where my head is these days. You conducted the ceremony? Yes. His wife insisted on it. Did she now? If I may ask, what is your interest in Mr. Lauder? We'll say personal reasons. Here was he? A close one? No, imagine not. Jack was a member of Beth Tikva. Not... Uh, what synagogue did you say you were from? I didn't. My mistake. Next we'll ask about Jack Lauder. Is there anything you can tell me about Mr. Lauder? I'm afraid not, Rabbi Stone. My congregation is rather large, and Mr. Lauder seldom attended services. I'm sure I don't need to tell you what that's like. You certainly don't. Good night to you, Rabbi Zelig. Good night to you, Rabbi Stone. Back at the map, we'll click the Lower East Side to go back to Ben Zion. And we'll click to enter the Rabbi's office. Next, we click the computer. Once again, we'll log in as Rstone, password yet. the article, we read, Ethan Goldberg of Beth Tikva was found dead last night in a Murray Hill alleyway outside Patty O'Hare's pub, the victim of an apparent mugging. We at Ravnet express our sympathies to Ethan's friends and family. Next, we'll search for Patty Clicking the only match, we read, Welp rating 1 of 5, East 33rd Street between Park and Lexington. Quote, Wow, I didn't think they still had dives like this in Manhattan. Do not use the bathroom, unquote. Jamie. And we'll click to exit the office. Next, we click to exit the synagogue. Let's return to the Louder residence. Now we see Mrs. Louder answer the door. Mrs. Lauder. Oh, it's you. Come on in. Now we'll consult our notes. Have you ever heard of the name Joe DeMarco? Joe? Joe. Joe. Yes, I've heard of Joe. He was one of our first investors. He invested in Charming? Yes. Why did you need an investor? Well, we didn't have much money to start the business with. All the banks saw us as a poor risk, so we needed independent investors. Have you ever met Joe? Jack handled the money stuff, although I know Jack didn't like him. Why not? He didn't say, he just didn't like him. But we were desperate, so we had no choice. How did they meet each other? I think they were introduced. At the temple of all places. At temple? So Joe DeMarco is Jewish? Maybe. Why? DeMarco is not a very Jewish name. And that's important to you, is it? Not to me, no. But it's certainly significant. Do you know an Ethan Goldberg? Oh, Ethan Goldberg. Yeah, I know him. Who is he? An accountant. We used him to handle taxes and complicated documents for the business. Not full-time, just on a consultant basis. Wait, is he involved in this? Not anymore. He's dead. What? Since when? About a week or two ago. Murdered. My God! What is happening? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Now I'm going to leave now. Leave. I'll see what else I can discover. Thanks. I guess. At the map, we'll return to Beth and click the door to the rabbi's office. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. I was hoping you could tell me something about Ethan Goldberg. I know he used to work here. Ethan? Oh, what a tragedy. That man did wonders for this community. It's a shame what happened to him. You know about his death? Of course. I conducted the funeral service myself. I recently found out that Ethan Goldberg and Jack Lauder did business together. Really? I'm not surprised. Ethan offered his services to many people. He was a whiz with an adding machine. So I heard. Does the name Joe DeMarco mean anything to you? DeMarco? Yes. Sounds Italian. Other than that, it means nothing. Sorry. Let's ask Did a Joe DeMarco ever belong to this temple? DeMarco. That's hardly a Jewish name. I know. Although, it's difficult to say. As I told you, it's difficult to keep track of individual congregation members. He was an investor in Jack Lauder's company. Does that mean anything to you? I don't know. Should it? No, I suppose not. Do you know anything about Ethan G. meeting up with Joe DeMarco? In all honesty, I have no idea who Joe DeMarco is. So I'm afraid the answer is no. Doesn't any of this strike you as odd? Should it? Two Jewish men, both in business together and both belonging to the same synagogue, are killed within two weeks of each other. A third man, who may or may not be Jewish, is nowhere to be found. There are only two connections between these three men. One is Jack's business, the other is this synagogue. Rabbi Stone, I hope you're not suggesting anything... I'm not. Let me finish. People all over the world use religious communities to network and conduct business. This is nothing new. You know this, Rabbi Stone. If there is a connection, it has to do with their business dealings and nothing to do with Beth Tikva. I won't stand for our reputation being tarnished. Do I make myself clear? As crystal. I'm glad we understand each other. Now, if you'll excuse me, it is rather late. I understand. I'll see myself out. Wait, let me give you my card. Rabbi Stone approaches Feel free to email me if you have any more questions. Next Rabbi Stone exits. Now we'll return to Ben Naya of Ben Zion. And we'll click to enter Rabbi Stone's office. Let's take a look at the other rabbi's business card in our inventory. Rabbi Amos Zelig, Beth Tikva, 321 West 82nd Street, New York, New York. Rabbi Z at rabbinet.com. Now let's close the business card and go to the computer. Zelig, Beth Tikva Synagogue, 321 West 82nd Street. Amos Zelig moved to New York in 1963 with his wife Carol and his dog Dodger. Since then, he's been one of the most prolific rabbis in the city. His wife and his dog are gone now. Beth Tikva remains one of the strongest centers of the Jewish community. Next, we'll log in with the other rabbis, Handel, Rabbits, and his password, Dodger. First message from admin at Ravnet. Mazel tov. Welcome to Ravnet, New York, the newest way to bring Jews together as a community. Our features are small but growing. Next from Jay Kotok at gcrove.com. Hello, Rabbi Zeleg. So you finally joined the 21st century, eh? It's about time. Ha ha. Mazel tov, etc. Just wanted to congratulate you on another hair-raising sermon today. Everybody was glued to their seats. See you next Friday. Jeff Kotok. Next, from Jay Newman at jweekly.com. Dear Rabbi Zelig, my name is Jared from the Jewish Weekly. I've heard of your recent philanthropic activities and was wondering if you'd consent to an interview. Feel free to contact me anytime, Jared. 
Next, from Tomo at undisclosed email. For your network protection needs, contact Tomo. Next, from dsmall at bcrossing.net. Inspiring. Rabbi Zelig just got back home. Thanks for giving me a tour of your temple. It's interesting to see how things are done in the big city. Your sermon was, as always, awe-inspiring. You are right. Times have changed since Bible times, but people sure haven't. Thanks again, Amos. Be sure to look me up next time you're in our neck of the woods. David Small. Next, from Ethan G. Rabbi, I'm a bit concerned about this investor you set up Jack with. Can you tell me what you know about him? E. Next, from T. Walters. Yo, Rabbi, thanks for the kiss, ticks. Happy we could be of service. Tim. Next, from J. Louder. Rabbi Zelig, I appreciate that you took the time to help us out. We were cash poor and in serious need of help, but I can't help but be concerned. Are you sure this investor is on the up and up? He has money, certainly but the man gives me serious creeps. We need the money, so I will accept his money for now, but I was hoping you could tell me more about him. Thanks, Jack. Next, from Roy at undisclosedemail.com. Amos, if that Goldberg character has been making waves, you know what to do. Next, from Jay DeMarco at notmail.com. Got your message. Ethan's been giving me trouble, so that's not a problem. I'll get in touch when I chat with him. Joe. Next, from Jay Sandman at lillawyer.org. Wow. Rabbi, I just wanted to write and tell you how excellent your service was. My friend dragged me on Friday, even though I don't usually do the temple thing. Next, from A. Goldberg at papmail.com. Thank you. Thank you, Rabbi Zelig, for the lovely service you performed for my husband, Ethan. Your kind words and wonderful anecdotes put everyone at ease, especially me. As you know, Ethan worked very hard for the Jewish community and to a lesser extent, Beth Tikva, and I'm sure he's very happy to know his work was appreciated. Thank you again, Rabbi Zelig. I will see you bright and early Friday night. Allison Goldberg. Next, from Jay Louder at charmingfashion.com. Rabbi, the police are asking me about Ethan. I told them who he was meeting, but they say it's not important. Not important? How can this not be important? Rabbi, why aren't you doing something? I'm sure he has something to do with this. What have you gotten us mixed up in? Jack. Next, from R. Blackwell at villageeye.com. Appreciate it. Rabbi Zelig, thank you for answering my questions. The article will appear next week. Rosangela. Next, from J. Louder. Calm down. Ethan is dead. I fear for my life. Your so-called investor is demanding more interest and is threatening me and my wife. You tell me to calm down? How could you do this? How could you get us involved with a creep like that? Don't tell me you're not involved. When I think of you looking all holy and pious during Ethan's funeral service, I want to throw up. I can't even tell my wife I'm so ashamed of myself to think I was so blinded by greed that I couldn't see beneath the surface. I was better off with Stone. He was pig-headed and arrogant, but at least you knew where you stood. Watch your back, Rabbi. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Don't think this is over. You call yourself a Jew? Jack. Next, from J. DeMarco. You're certainly keeping me busy. I got your message. I'll let you know when it's done. Joe. Next, from R. Louder. Rabbi Zelig. I'm not Jewish myself, but Jack was very devout, and I felt I owed it to him to give him a proper Jewish funeral. Thank you so much for your help in answering all my questions. I'm sure Jack would have appreciated the effort and care you put into the service. I'm going to try to prepare a proper shiva. You are welcome to come by to pay your respects. Thanks again. Rajshree Louder. Closing the computer. Now click on the door and exit the rabbi's office. And now we'll click to exit the synagogue. Yeah. So what's your name? Identity. Look, could you leave me alone? It looked like this was the type of place where people didn't want to be bothered. Do you know a Joe DeMarco? Sure I do. That's my name. Really? Yeah. What of it? You're a hard guy to track down. Well, yippee. You found me. 
What do you want? What's your beef with Ethan Goldberg? Never heard of him. Your name appears in connection with his. Lots of Ethan Goldbergs. Lots of Joe DeMarcos. Both are common names. You got nothing, so leave me alone. Ethan was killed just outside of this bar. Coincidence. You still got nothing. Your name comes up yet again, Mr. DeMarco. This time in several emails addressed to Rabbi Zelig. So? So what's the deal? It wasn't me. It was another Joe. Can it? Sing another tune, because I'm sick of the old one. It's enough evidence to book you if I choose to go to the police. So are you gonna tell me what's going on? Joe DeMarco gave me the once-over. His dull, pale eyes explored my face. He knitted his eyebrows as if doing some internal calculations. Fine. You wanna talk? Let's talk. But not here. Follow me. Come on, Rabbi. We'll have more privacy down here. Joe leads us to the 33rd Street subway. Inside the white tile subway, we see Joe DeMarco facing the train as one passes. Now the you rabbi pissed off the wrong people, Rabbi. I had no problem with you, but now I gotta kill you. I see. You're an assassin. I had a feeling you were smart. Your people are in this very, very deep. My people? You mean the Jews? A very cozy operation. What sort of operation was this? Don't think I'll be doing that. Professional courtesy. Say goodbye. You think I'll go so easily? Don't make me laugh, old man. Do you really think you'll get away with this? I've been getting away with this since I was 12 years old. How does a 12-year-old commit murder? Same as anyone. Someone asked me to, so I did. Do you do everything people ask you to? If the price is right. What happened to you? Why are you so angry? Stop asking me these stupid questions! I am what I am, alright? Why are you being so defensive? I am NOT being defensive! Are you hiding from something? What? No! What the hell are you talking about? Are you hiding behind that knife? I... well... NO! Care to prove it? What? Go on. You don't need the knife? Prove it. Or are you nothing but a nebbish? You son of a bitch. I don't need a knife to take your sorry ass. Old man, you're funny. You think your God's going to help you out of this? Perhaps. Perhaps not. <laughs> but my four years on the B'nai B'rith Yeshiva High School boxing team will even the odds. What the hell, man? Perhaps you didn't hear me the first time. <laughs> now do I have your attention? Let me go, man! You have two choices. You can answer my questions, or I throw you onto the tracks. What? You're crazy! Am I? Train's coming. Make your choice. Fine. Fine! Who sent you? I... Answer! Zelig! Zelig? He's hooked in deep with the mafioso. Did you know that? He'd find struggling businessmen, like your friends Jack and Ethan. And then hooked him up with investors. Investors? Mafia investors. He got them involved with the mob? Yes. He got them in debt so deep they needed a tractor to pull them out. When they refused to pay, I was called in to take care of them. So you killed Jack Lauder and Ethan Goldberg? Yes. I see. Well, one question remains. What should I do with you? Just let me go. Well...
Perhaps you still have some purpose to fill. I've done all I can. I've shown mercy. The rest is up to God. radiated from the wooden panels of the door. Call it intuition, call it boldness, call it plain old curiosity. I somehow knew that door would be unlocked. Hello? Mrs. Lauder? Rodshree? Hello? Rabbi oh, no. The, back room. the interior of the apartment was a mess. Chairs were overturned, glasses were broken, and the telltale signs of a struggle were evident. This wasn't over yet, not by a long shot. Looking around the apartment, we see a note on the covered mirror. A note? Shalom, Rabbi Stone. Evidently, my associate proved unable to complete his task as he did not contact me at the usual time. I believe we have business to discuss. Do stop on Zelig. by. I could have walked away. I was getting Jack's money, and I had solved the mystery. Was clear. Yet the angry cries of a dead Jack, I'm sorry, Jack. As a man, I wished you all the happiness in the world. But as a rabbi, as a religious leader out of duty, I could not accept it. Can you understand? Jack! Jack! Forgive me, Jack. I'm sorry I cast you out. I'm sorry my actions sent you down this path. I... I... Get a hold of yourself, Stone. This isn't your doing. All men have reasons for doing what they do. Some reasons are good, while some others are definitely evil. But most lie somewhere in between. For once, my reasons are clear. At the map, we click on the Upper East Side Zelig residence. Inside the Zelig apartment, we see cream-colored walls, a reflective floor, a beautiful view of the city with a walkout balcony, and we also see Raj Shree sitting on the couch, apparently tied up and gagged, and we see Rabbi Zelig in the center. Enter. Rabbi Stone, how good of you to come. You didn't leave me much choice, Rabbi Zelig. That's not entirely fair. You could have walked away. I made a commitment. And you're so good at those, aren't you? Tell me what you want. I only want this, Stone. You're going to walk over to the balcony. Take a nice long look at the view. Enjoy it. It costs a bundle. Then, when you've thought carefully about what brought you here, you're going to jump over the edge. Now we have the choice of the direct response, the incredulous response, and the rabbinical response. We'll go with the directors. You can forget it. Oh, really? Not even to save her life? Zelig pulls out a gun and aims it at the rabbi. We'll choose the rabbi. And if response. I refuse? I shoot her, then you, and throw you both off the balcony. I'd prefer to avoid complications, but it's the same to me either way. You think you'll get away with this? You have no idea what you're messing with, Stone. This goes way beyond you or me. I don't claim to see what lies beyond. All I see is a man charged with leading his people, but instead leads them to their deaths. It's not that simple, Stone. It never is. Pull your head out of the clouds and take a look around. This is how the world works. So, are you going to jump? Or is this going to get messy? Agree, refuse, grab his gun. Alright. You win, Zelig. You hold all the cards. Good boy. He can be taught. Start walking. Now, open the door, Stone. Wait. There's one more thing. He moved the gun off of me and pointed it straight at Rajshree Louder. We'll choose the rabbinical reaction. Why do you want to do this, Rabbi Zelig? Zelig! You! You son of a... DeMarco, you idiot! It's not enough you bungle your assignment. You show up here? Did anyone follow you? I want my money! You want what you deserve? Fine. 
What? Are you going to say he didn't deserve it? I took a quick glance at Raj Shuri. I couldn't help but think that a close call had been made. He certainly served his purpose. Now, move! All this bloodshed sickens me. The view from the balcony features a deep blue sky and large buildings in the distance. With the two rabbis on the balcony, we have three choices. Climb over the edge, stall him, or grab his gun. We'll stall him. I... Kenneth Stone, you're on the edge. Now die with dignity and jump! Zelig stepped closer as he was speaking, so next we'll try grab his gun. Stone steps closer. The bullet caught me in the left arm. The pain flared like a supernova. Your bravado is irritating. Now, jump! The same three choices reappear, and we'll try to grab his gun again. My right shoulder exploded into a fiery furnace of pain. Black dots dotted the front of my vision as I struggled to keep focused. Your capacity for pain is indeed impressive. I'm almost tempted to watch you bleed where you stand, but time is short. Now jump or die. Finally, we choose climb well, over the edge. What are you waiting for? We'll choose Just admire the view. Admiring the view? Yes, it is nice, isn't it? Now that Zelig is very close, we'll grab his gun. Weak from blood loss, I couldn't keep my hold on the gun. It slid out of my fingers like melting butter. Next we see Rabbi Stone climb back down from you, the edge of the You, you momzer! You are a nothing! What's this? You think you can knock me out like some common street punk? He was old and certainly not as strong as me. But those two I am Amos Zelig! I've spearheaded the strongest Jewish synagogue in Manhattan for over 30 years! Who are you, little rabbi? Who do you what think I, I am? Those tricks won't work with me, Stone. I've been playing that game since you were knee-high to my tukus. You think you can out-rabbi me? You call yourself a Jew? Call yourself a hero? We've got four new options. We'll choose how can you face how God. How can you face God knowing what you've done? God knows more than anyone how the world works. I'm sure he understands. Since his response was not a question, we'll try throwing a punch. Zelig takes a step back. Next we'll ask, are there others like you? Are there others like you? More than you can possibly imagine. Again, we can throw a punch. Next we'll ask, is this how a rabbi acts? Is this how a rabbi acts? This is how the world acts. Again, we can throw a punch. How can you can live you with yourself? With power, respect, and money, I manage quite well. Now we'll click. You really think God will understand your actions? God knows what is necessary. I'm sure he understands. We'll choose throw a punch. Next we'll ask, are you happy with this life? Are you happy with this life, Zelig? Yes. Are you? Next we'll choose, do you think a rabbi should act this you way? You really think a rabbi acts this way? I told you, Stone. This is how the world is. Get used to it. Let's throw another punch. I ask again. I ask again. How can you live with yourself? I have all the prestige and respect money can buy, Stone. I live quite comfortably. Throw a punch. Stone continues punching Zelda. Zelig, it's over. What do you have to say for yourself? Mazel tov, Rabbi Stone. I applaud you. To have come this far, you certainly are resourceful. Just what are you saying, Zelig? I do remember Jack Lauder. Very well. He came into my office eight years ago, looking to get married. It seemed that this Zionist pig-headed rabbi was against it. Oh, the things he said about you! Imagine my surprise when you showed up in my office. Yeah, I bet you were shocked, all right. I've done some checking up on you. 
In all these years, you've never learned to make concessions. Concessions? Concessions? The Jewish people are slowly becoming extinct. For thousands of years, we've struggled to keep our place on this planet, and you talk of concessions? As a rabbi, I do everything I can to help. And if that means refusing to conduct an interfaith marriage, then so be it. I can still look at myself in the mirror and call myself a rabbi. What are you, Zelig? You're nothing but a common criminal who consorts with gangsters and assassins. We all have our place in the big machine, Stone. And you? You're just a tiny squeaky wheel. Now be a good cog and just let me go. I know you don't have the guts to throw me over. Achievement unlocked. Kempfer, a fighter, usually for a cause, never got hit. Now we choose to knock him out instead of throwing him over. Stone returns to the apartment, and we read, Rashiri was still bound and gagged. Her eyes shined with relief. I so, it's her. over? It's over, Mrs. Lauder. We'll leave Rabbi Zelig for the police. You're... you're hurt! You're bleeding all over! It'll be okay, Mrs. Lauder. Okay? You were shot! It's alright, let's just get out of here. Well, alright, if you say so. Stone and Rajshiri move to the right of Are the Are you apartment. sure you're okay? I'm fine, Mrs. Lauder. Call me Raj, please. After all this, I think you deserve it. But we're going to the hospital, and no argument. Stone turns away and pauses sure. for a moment. Both exit together to the right. Now we see Stone in the cancer. The weeks sped by. Jack's pistol arrived in the mail and I was able to appease all my debts. Thanks to an anonymous tip, the police picked up Amos Selig before he regained consciousness. He even tried to tell them that I attacked him, but thankfully Raj Shree testified on my behalf. Back to the grind. Another week, another Shabbos. Has anything changed for me? Not Thank really. you, Counter Kaplan. Debts still pile up, but they won't be a problem as long as Jack's money holds. After that, it's Is it only in the aftermath of pain? that we are justified in questioning God's fairness. Just how much pain must occur to legitimately raise the question, why do bad things happen to good people? Just how much pain? We read, then it hit me. God might not seem fair. We may not always feel connected to him. That is, we may feel lonely, and often do. Yet the underlying reality of our lives is that we are always connected, whether we feel it or not, whether we accept it or deny it, the connection is there. And since we are connected, we are responsible. The background changes to a cool blue city sky. Battling for goodness is how we give our lives meaning. Maybe there are no answers. Ultimately, we may never find that elusive truth. Yet ultimately, we may find something else. Meaning, significance, and fulfillment. If so, that may be enough. We read, Dear God, I hope that's enough. The city skyline fades to a silhouette with the words, The End. The screen fades to black. The credits begin to roll, and I apologize for mispronouncing names. The Shiva by Dave Gilbert. Original credits. Music. Yeslav Ivanov. Deluxe music. Peter Gresler. Backgrounds. Tom Scary. Talking portraits. Shane Stevens. Character design and animations. Shane Stevens. Code. Dave Gilbert. AGS Engine. Chris Jones. Beta testing. Juan Ignacio. Steve McCready. Andrew McCormick. Nina Morgenstern. Tim Weingertner. Special thanks to The Quick Thinking Crew. Jared Newman. Kim Lee. Andrew Krukoff, Sandy Chen, Klaus Schlittner, Abe Goldfarb, Shane Stevens, Tom Scary, Mom and Dad, Matthew Hawkins, The Aegis Community, Coffee, lots of it.
Shiva Remastered Credits. Music, Peter Gressler. Backgrounds, Ben Chandler. Talking Portraits, Ivan Yulgeno. Animations, Ben Chandler. Code, Janet Gilbert. Credits Module, Andrew McCormick. AGS Engine, iOS Board. Steve McCree, Zanich Shabanta. Bernard Schrosenkresner, Jochen Schlev, Ivan Mogilko, Janet Gilbert, Special Thanks, Alicia Miller, Nick Slevin, Steam Integration, Michael Rittenhouse, Cass, Mrs. Raymer, Kim Lee, Rabbi Russell Stone, Abe Goldfarb, Rabbi Amos Zelig, Joe Rodriguez, Joe DeMarco, John Swist, Rajshree Louder, Ruth Weber, Detective Sam Durkin, Francisco Gonzalez, Cantor Josh, Dave Gilbert. Dedicated to Eve Anita Gilbert, born 5-12-2013. Thanks for listening. Please support the developers if you haven't already purchased the Shiva. Again, it's available on GOG, Steam, Apple's App Store, and Google Play.